0: Hello, Dave here from Ghetto uh, Off Shelf, and I just wanted to wish Luke and Brock, uh, uh, Kevin, a happy 150th episode of Best Song Ever. You both are talented curators of rad music, and it's our pleasure to have you as part of the family. Here's to 150 more.
1: Well, it's best song ever. Not a podcast better are cool, and the jokes are clever. It's a worthwhile endeavor. Hey, welcome to Best Song Ever. It's me, your enthusiastic host, Luke LeBen, And alongside me, as always, is my dear friend, Kevin Connor. Kev, you got the cans, you're ready to roll, what's good? Uh, cans acquired,
0: rolling occurring and i'm uh here
1: yes i always throw you off when i uh ask you how you are or say what's up so i did i'm it, never ready up this time i'm never yeah. ready
0: to record
1: so i i dragged it out for you a little i hope yeah i hope you enjoyed that time i bought you oh yeah um and i do want to get right into our songs and not dally about too much but Uh, We should mention there was a big piece in music news to come out this week uh, that Mr. Kendrick Lamar is dropping his new album, announced the new album. And uh, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Yeah, which is cool. And I'm sure it's going to be awesome. Long awaited. I need to finish up my best of Kendrick playlist that I started last year because I was like, the new album's coming. I better get started re-listening. And so well, I you finish that up.
0: I'm going to take some credit here.
1: Uh, we did a predictions
0: episode not too long ago. And I did say that we'd see some major releases from, like, the big names in hip-hop. And I believe I named out Kendrick. Um,
1: well, he did also on Baby Keem's Family Ties say, New flows coming, be patient, brother. So it's like he told us right there. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I did think it's funny because did you see like how he announced the album? He tweeted a link. You go to the link. There's like two folders. One of the folders has like a document that says the release and the title of the album. And I'm like, can't just do it normal anymore. Can we, you got to get Kanye's STEM machine or you two will just put the album on your phone famously or, uh kendrick's got to do this weird thing and i want like taylor swift or someone to one time just tweet look in your pocket and then you just like reach in your pocket and there's a usb drive with the album and you don't know how it got there and then you put it in and it's it's the greatest thing you've ever heard
0: like the, the old quarter behind your ear trick uh, <laughs> yes
1: i've always thought
0: that should be applied to more music
1: Yes. Basically, I guess what I'm suggesting is musical tooth fairies that come into <laughs> your house. <laughs> Strangers that come in your house and put and li- USB drives with great albums in your clothes. But what would
0: they take? What What is the cost of these <laughs> albums? Your teeth. Oh,
1: yeah, they move in with you after. They're like, and now I need to explain all of Taylor's thoughts behind the album to you. And so they just they hang out. You're stuck with them. Yeah, so no one wants that. Just put out a press release, (laughs) Kendrick. And
0: instead of leaving USB drives in all of your pockets, we're here to deliver you some great music.
1: Exactly. We've got a much more efficient system worked out here where we just host a podcast. And I am so pumped to get into my first song. I've been talking about it a lot. Kev, you already know. Yeah. What I'm talking about, it's one of my favorite albums of the year. It is, of course, the album Second Nature by Lucius. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Rules. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, You know Lucius. They're instantly recognizable with their matching hairstyles and breathtaking harmonies. Just like Uh, us. Exactly. That's how everyone describes us. Back to Lucius. I first became a fan of their... Their uh, music with their 2016 album, Good Grief. Highly recommend that album if you haven't checked it out. Um, I saw the two of them perform with Roger Waters, which was amazing. I just randomly got tickets to that and then went and was like, wait, that's Holly and Jess from Lucius. And uh, lo and behold, it was. And it was an amazing show. And listen to this list of artists they've recorded with, Kev. You got Cheryl Crow. Harry Styles, Ozzy Osborne, John Legend, The War on Drugs, and Brandy Carlisle. Yeah. Insane. We like, were
0: I was playing this album this weekend for Annie. And uh your cat. And I, I saw yes. like the top of the, the screen the next song was coming, and it was the Cheryl Crow and Brandy Carlisle feature. And I looked at her and I just went. What's the most unpredictable uh feature that could come from this? And she looked at me and she's like, I don't know. That I I can't answer that question on the spot. And I was like, what about this? And the song changed and she's like, and you're, uh, pretty Whoa. solid.
1: Yeah. It's amazing. Uh, Brandy Carlisle also uh, co-produced the album. Let me, I had this for later and I forget the guy I said, uh, also co-produced the album with Dave Cobb and uh, the song you mentioned. Well, you're kind of jumping ahead. <laughs> I had a whole thing. Um, and I've been a fan of their music for a while now, and I was excited for this new album, but I wasn't prepared for how amazing this album was going to be. You just mentioned that song, Dance Around It, with uh, Brandy Carlile and Sheryl Crow, which is amazing song. A banger. Uh, oh, wait, no, I have this part. God damn it. <laughs> thing. Here, I'll just go back to what I was feel, doing. Feel free to cut if you need to yeah. cut me. Yeah. Um, these This album is perfect 10 songs that blend funk, disco, pop, synth, pop, folk, and more into a seamlessly engrossing sound. And you could listen to this album and just enjoy the music, uh, but the lyrics, of course, at a deeper level that I feel like just elevate the songs even more. And uh, this album deals with the seismic shifts uh, in both Holly and Jess's lives, things like motherhood, divorce, and unplanned career pauses. And Holly said that their music often begins with what she calls coffee talks where the two of them just get together and talk about what's on their mind, what's been going on in their lives and then like the writing follows from there and they just chart, you know, these pivotal moments in their life uh and set it to music. And that's what they did on this album and it is truly incredible. And uh, you know, I feel like it's really amazing to have a friend like that and let alone have a creative partner. Like, I mean, just someone to look at your life and help you through the highs and lows and, um, yeah, I hope and, to get one one day. Yeah. I I'm going to try. I'm going to try and be that for you, Kev. Oh, um, oh yeah. Yeah. I'll joke inside. Totally. You are a friend like that to me. And, um, but no, and that's why I feel like why part of why their music is so amazing, because this amazing friendship and partnership is at the center of it, and they uh, clearly can write through these experiences and bring them into music in an amazing way. And uh, we talked about the obvious banger on the album, Dance Around It, Cheryl Crow and Brandy Carlisle are featured on it, and I was that was my first choice of a song to play Had a really hard time deciding because I love every song, but uh, I, I landed on LSD uh, because this song really gets me. It's got a great driving beat, a beautiful poppy melody in the chorus. And it ends with this like epic, but balanced build that gives me like Fleetwood Mac, Linda Ronstadt vibes, but also just feels like, perfect for lucius and it's almost like this next step in their sound sort of i was not at all expecting but it feels like the perfect next step for them and i just really love what they've created on this album one last thing before we listen to this song i want to read this quote from jess wolf about the album she said it's a record that begs you not to sit in the difficult moments but to dance your way through them on that note, let's take a listen to Lucius with LSD. I
2: feel your eyes on me. I don't even have to turn around. I've got a rear view mirror and I'm looking straight into the fire. Not gonna stop it now.
0: Of course, giving that a hot tickety dog. Yeah, Absolutely. you better. So the thing about this track is because it wasn't one that stood out so much to me is that for me personally, this is the floor of the album. Not to say it's the worst song, but my favorite songs build upon how good this is and get even better. Yeah, yeah. um Because it very well, much is. uh It's more of a stripped back sound compared to the rest of the album. Yeah. And it, it lets, you know, their vocals be front and center. And those really vocals does. are so good. So, like, I cannot blame them for, like, you know, taking that approach on a song. And it's a really nice change of pace. It's, what, the, the eighth song on the album. Um, yeah. But there are tracks that, you know, pick up the pace, add more sense,
1: add a little Energy bit level. Yeah. But and, I feel like this has such a great, like, beat, though. That oh, the yeah. The rhythm 100%. section on this is, like really just like this draws me in right away. This
0: song's a ten out of ten and like the they just make like eleven and twelves for the rest of the album. Yeah. Um and like you need no. to ha- you need to have this because you can't just like constantly um you know well that I mean this album is pretty
1: damn close to doing it constantly like ten out of ten tracks, but Yeah. And you well, Kev, you're the banger bitch. So I would expect you to uh, you know, your favourites probably dance around it, which that's that might be tied for my favorite. Uh, there's honestly second nature, second next nature. to normal. That's that's uh, the one. That that one two of second nature
0: and then next to normal. Every time oh, the album starts so over, good. it's really hard. But for me to also, stop
1: it. but also, see that's why I love because uh, you know such a strong first half. You yeah. could they could they could take it easy for the second half, but then they give LSD song we just heard, uh, and then tears in reverse starts with. I was talking about this when we talked about Broken Bells on the minisode, like that kind of Broken Bellsy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, I don't know who else I'd compare it to, but that like really fuzzed out like yeah. riff, and I don't always love that sound, but I love it when they do it on like I, it just works so well. And Tears in Reverse is a great like follow up to this one, and actually, you know, the mark of an album I love. I did a resequence, yeah, and um. I did that mainly because I thought ending with LSD and Tears in Reverse would be so epic because Tears in Reverse follows this song we just heard up with like that sort of fuzzed out guitar and then goes into this epic chorus that's just like positivity. It's turn into love are the lyrics, turn into love, turning the page, turning the tide. And it's just such like an epic ending. Um, Every song on this album is amazing. But I love how they blend on on this song. I love how they sort of blend that positivity and danciness with the paranoia and sort of hunger element and like kind of being on drugs and that thing of like, you know, because it's LSD, mm-hmm. Love So Deep, obviously a play on like the love and drug thing. But it's also like, I feel like the positive sides of it and the negative uh, blending really well there. And they masterfully do that Throughout the entire album. Yes. And um, so I can't say enough good things about this album. Go listen to it. It's beautiful and powerful lyrics. Uh, some of the greatest vocals you could hope to hear. And it's also just an absolute joy to listen to instrumentally. So yeah, this album has just cemented them as one of the bands making music today. Uh, one of the ba- <laughs> one of my favorite bands making music today.
0: We will be talking about this album at the end of the year. Uh, oh, for sure. And the only way we won't be is if we have like the best year of music
1: ever. Um, yeah. So w- it's win-win for sure. So that was Lucius with LSD from Second Nature, and that is out now on Mom and Pop. Go listen to it. New Jersey's Pinegrove titled their sixth album,
0: 1111, because of its layered significance.
1: Well, that's an angel number, by the way. Did, have I ever told you about this? Sorry. Is this no, a whole part of what they're about to talk about?
0: <laughs> I, I'm sure it is, but go on. I'm much more curious to hear what you have to say.
1: Oh, you know, uh, Kyle, my wife, uh, she's very into like new agey, witchy stuff, uh, mm-hmm. and she... Start telling me about angel numbers they're just repeated numbers and it's some people view them as like your spirit guides telling you to like keep going they all have like different meanings but so like we point them out to each other all the time three 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 i see constantly like every day i just happen to look at the clock at three 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 so 11 11 i think counts
0: 11 11 i think is the big one i mean that's that's when you make your yeah. wishes uh yeah, for sure annie refuses to do that this is another tangent uh because apparently she made a wish once in 1111 and it didn't come true, and it pissed her off to such a degree that she's just like, nope, never doing it again. I've never done that. I don't know. If oh, it's it, a is th- that a thing? Yeah, 100% <laughs> it's a thing. Or I'm making it up. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, we'll find out. Um, so, 1111 has a layered significance. The numerals gesturing to a row of trees or striped corduroy, the cornfields mm-hmm. of upstate New York, or people shoulder to shoulder. But it's also... A special time, a wink from the universe—that's what Pinegrove's guitarist Evan Stevens Hall had to say. Uh, and for those who witness it on the clock and wish for something brighter, ha! At least two people. Yeah, got him. Uh, this album sees Pinegrove build on their poetic blend of indie rock, folk, and alt country, along with Hall's earnest, open-hearted vocals and its penchant for writing emotionally direct literate, introspective lyrics. This album's really cool. I discovered it not so long ago. Uh, It came out earlier this year, and I'm really enjoying the time I spent with it. The uh, noted producer and former Death Cab for Cutie member, Chris Walla, took on mixing duties, while Hall and Pine Grove multi-instrumentalist Sam Skinner co-produced.
1: This is a Hall Wall and Skinner? It is, in
0: fact, a Hall Walla Skinner. (laughs) Hall credits Walla and his Paul credits Wallace impeccably placed arrangement ideas as a vital voice at the table, moving on from the, quote, crisp and contained production of their last album to more of a messier feel for these new songs. Uh, that's something I think I really appreciate in this album. It it almost feels like it's 15 years old, and it's like your favorite album from back in the day. Mm. And I have a lot of nostalgia for this genre. Uh, it, it's, I don't know... I wouldn't go as far to say, you know, it's it's the Midwest emo, but it's definitely that indie rock that was so formative to me yeah. in, you know, my younger years. Uh, the song I'll be playing today is described as a rollicking, diaristic barn burner. Whoa. and uh, Yeah, right? With words like that, how can you be disappointed? <laughs> uh, so let's give a listen to Pine Grove with Alaska.
1: i give that a lordy lordy Barry Gordy. Yes. That was, yeah, that was a good high energy rock song. Uh I really like his voice. Definitely is one of those like classic Midwestern emo or indie rock type voices kind of reminds me of, they're not Midwestern, they're Canadian, but the weaker than's John K. Sampson mm-hmm. kind of reminds me of his voice. I like it cracks in certain ways, which makes it gives it a nice feel. And yeah, it was a, high energy catchy song with some angel number theme behind it i yeah. dig it and like there's nothing
0: great about that kind of song where it's it, that song was two minutes and five seconds and just yeah it doesn't overstate its welcome it's in and out and like by the time you're over you're like eh, i could play that again or listen to more uh, the whole album's really good i mean it's it's that perfect sweet spot for me where it's 11 songs 40 minutes and that's the format i really love for this kind of album so I've been uh, I've been jamming to it a lot. I really like it.
1: Yeah, Lucius is second nature. Ten songs, thirty eight minutes. I'm saying tight. Tight. tight, nice ten songs, perfect, perfect album length. I love not,
0: it. Not breaking the views rule.
1: Yeah, which is your rule that you made after you listened to Drake's views and it was too long. I do love. I mean. Another one of my favorite albums this year, Big Thief, has 20 songs. So I don't subscribe to your rule, Listen, but I appreciate it.
0: Rules are meant to be broken, but True. oftentimes I think more artists are better off standing by... I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't I don't make music. Do whatever you will. I'm just saying that those nice short albums are real nice. So That was Pine Grove with Alaska from 1111, out now via Rough Trade Records.
1: Oh, Kevin, I got... A hometown hero for us. A fellow Michigander. This is Michigan singer-songwriter Chris Bathgate. Are you familiar at all with his work? I know I just shared his uh, most recent album in the Discord, but before that, were you familiar? Nope, and I'll tell you what, I forgot you sent that message, so I'm
0: coming in real fresh.
1: Well, beautiful. You can start fresh with this song, and this is a great song. Uh, It's called Don't Look Back, and... I actually saw Chris Bathgate. This is crazy because I was like, oh, I'm guessing that was like three, five years ago. I saw him back at the Blind Pig in Ann Arbor 11 years ago. Jeez. Uh, Yeah. And uh, I similarly hadn't heard of him and uh, just knew he was a local guy. And my friend was like, hey, let's go check it out. And saw our show, was blown away. It was amazing. Had some great violin, a great like folky sound. Uh, and he's really been expanding it. I haven't like totally kept up with everything. I did play a song from his 2017 album, which was very good. And then, uh, but he's really expanding the sound on these new ones. And that album I shared in the discord was more like stripped down acoustic stuff, more what I would think from his earlier stuff. But what we're going to listen to this song, don't look back is just some, some more like polished uh orchestrated more produced uh like indie rock indie pop sound and it sounds great and um and it's kind of driven by this organ which is on the album cover and in the beginning of the song it kind of reminds me of the beginning of Intervention by Arcade Fire gives it a very like sacred kind of haunting feel to hear that organ just ringing out and so that's sort of what starts the whole thing and rings out over it so let us tarry no further let us not even turn our heads one degree in either direction stay looking forward as we listen to chris bathgate with don't look back gonna give that a hot diggity dog hell yeah i was like you could go either way on it because it's a little stripped back but it's still great so
0: it it does well with its simplicity right like it is yeah it is very stripped back the chorus is just that don't look back don't look back don't look back yeah but like i appreciate it just it definitely accomplishes like what it's trying to do yeah so perfectly and like sometimes less is more and this is definitely an example where it just Absolutely succeeds is what it's trying to do. I really like that.
1: Yeah, it's called a parlor organ, by the way, the organ on the cover, and the um, organ
0: to start was spookier than I thought it was going to be.
1: Yeah, but then it does have a very just like anthemic kind of yeah, vibe. It, makes it more like epic. It
0: doesn't stay spooky, but it starts there, and I was like, Ooh. yeah, I
1: know. you you almost threw off your headphones and <laughs> ran into the closet and yep. curled up into the fetal position. Uh. You know, like I was saying, this sound is a little different because I'm used to him as being a guitar guy and, you know, folk singer, songwriter type guy. So here in uh, the organ be the sort of main instrument was uh, a a new thing, but I I like it a lot. And actually, he went underwent some similar changes to uh, the singers of Lucius, similar uh, seismic shifts in life moved to California um, has a family, now lives there with the mother of his child, or his children, and uh, he talked about, the the title of the album is The Significance of Peaches, and he talked about how the title came from when he uh, spent the summer in Huron Manistee National Forest, I think I've been to Manistee, the Manistee Forest somewhere there, maybe one time we went camping, but Probably one of these just beautiful areas of Michigan that we know so well. And he said uh, that he ate every local Michigan peach he saw. And he said, I would give people peaches I cared about, sometimes trying to express exactly what I meant by the gesture. Here, please have this, a focal point of this exact and singular sacred summer, a ripe local peach. It's been nice to be alive with you here. It's been nice to be alive with you here. Carpe diem. I love you. And he talks about how that sort of feeling followed him to California. And um, so I love when uh, artists can take something that seems just so like mundane and normal, like a peach and add this like really beautiful uh, meaning behind it.
0: That sounds like the most delicious peach you would ever eat.
1: Oh, and I love a good peach, man. I would love for Chris Bathgate to hand me a peach. I bet it would taste amazing. So that was Chris Bathgate with Don't Look Back. From the Significance of Peaches, out May 13th via Quite Scientific. And it is, because that's like biology, you know, photosynthesis.
0: Mitochondria. There you go. (laughs) Australian uh, artist Phoebe Starr put out a stellar, and I'm choosing that word very carefully, debut album Uh. last month. And it has entered my best of 2022 list. Whoa. Yeah. The album, Heavy Metal Flower Petal, unveils an invigorated star more in touch with herself than ever before. Uh, this is her debut, and it's really strong after a couple of EPs. Written in the wake of divorcing the man she married as a 21 year old, the album peels back the layers and explores new territory within the Star's being, showing a contrast between the toughness, the heavy metal, and the softness of the flower petal that exists within her life.
1: Dude, all of our songs are, like, thematically overlapping with, like, mm-hmm. moving forward and these changing moments in life.
0: Yeah. Great. Uh, she had this to say. I was so sick of writing heartache songs. I wanted to write a song about how I wanted to feel and how future me would feel, but I didn't have a muse. Like how, um... Wh-
1: oh, like how, uh... Julia Fox was Brian softies me on front for, for uncut Jams. Okay. Uh, that, that, that it's month. Been so long. I forgot. How I know it goes. that month old reference <laughs> um, a month. It feels like longer. No, honestly, that's like probably like
0: three weeks ago, but that's just how <laughs> the world moves. Uh, she continued. I looked outside the window and I always felt like the moon looked like it had it figured out. So as one does looking up to the moon, pining for vibes, I found my muse, my magic moon. With that said, let's give the song a listen. This is Phoebe Star with my magic moon.
3: Oh my lover he so on the cover you see. Give me some time with the catcher in the fly.
1: Must give that a Lordy Lordy Barry Gordon. That song ruled. Yes. That bass line that then was like played by a guitar later was super catchy. I loved it. Uh super great vibe. And I will be listening to this a lot. It is added to my grooves playlist. Jam. I love it. Yeah. Maybe a little uh heart reference in there with my man and my lover is a magic man. I just i like someone
0: just being like i love you moon um it it tickles me it's a very good album i mean this is you know it's luke 11 songs 35 minutes it's right in that sweet spot
1: i was gonna say this was like a two minute 51 second pop jam this is like made for you
0: it's, it's a very good album. I've really enjoyed my time with it. Like, this was the first song I heard off of it, and then I went to go li- listen to more and was not disappointed and, and really have enjoyed it a lot. So I do highly recommend it. It only came out in March, so we're not too late to the party.
1: Yeah. um, Hey, I don't think it's that far-fetched to, like, love the moon because we all love Kanshu, the Moon God. Because we've all been watching Moon Knight on Disney Plus, and we're like, so I can relate to this, you know? Yeah, I'm definitely
0: not one episode behind or anything. Oh, Kevin, that I was know. a really good episode. I, really. you know what? I'm just I'll double feature it again, like I did the first two. There you go. I was too busy watching the Batman for a second time this week.
1: <laughs> That's a lot.
0: Well, no, like I watched it for the second time i understand this week it's you were right though it is much better with bathroom breaks
1: yes i i was like if i knew that it was gonna come out this quick i maybe would have taken the bathroom break version at home
0: that was phoebe star with my magic moon from heavy metal flower Petal
1: out now i could tell from that album title that was gonna be great and it sure was
0: It reminds me of Tyler, the creator's scum fuck flower boy, which there you go. Doesn't often go by its full title. No, uh, but very similar vibes in my mind, (laughs) maybe a little less vulgar.
1: Yeah. Well, speaking of similar vibes, I feel like this song will follow up that song nicely. Although it's longer, it's a little more laid back, but it's still got some great grooves. Uh, I, saw some great heard some great guitar tones on that song and there's some great guitar on this song and this comes from alex eisenberg which i was going to say to you kev you should know him because i've played him on the pod and i interviewed him but that was pre your tenure this Ah. was actually in 2020 before you came on yeah Again, this feels like it was last week, and it was two years ago. Chris Bathgate feels like it was five years ago, and it was 11 years ago. I don't know what's going on. What but is time but a flat circle? Exactly, Woody Harrelson. And uh, so I'm excited because now it's been two years since Alex's uh, Caravan Chateau. That's the album that came out when I interviewed him. And now he is coming out with his third album, I'm Not There. And... um. I'm not here. And now he's back with his third album. I'm not here. And, you know, Alex and I share a love of like seventies rock and pop. And I got some good recommendations from him, from his playlist on his Spotify. And so that's like definitely what a lot of his music is influenced by and has this great, like retro pop sound that is very unique. And I feel like it just gets better and better every album. And this album features some string arrangements courtesy of Dave Longstreth from Dirty Projectors. So, that's amazing. He's got Dave in the mix now, just adding the strings. And I feel like he's just elevating his sound more and more. And this song we're about to hear uh, is a great example of that. It's called Sorrow's Blue Tapestry. Who I know it too well, my friend. <laughs> And, uh, I've worn it many a day, (laughs) but this song, like I said, has a great guitar tone, uh, some good backing strings and some great melodies. Alex's signature, uh, like low breathy voice and some great like backup vocals, which again, I feel like I don't hear backup vocals like this enough. And I love it in seventies songs when you just have these great group vocals and you'll hear it here. It, uh, it's a nice touch so you've described this song so uh,
0: to such detail Sexily? Oh yeah no to such sexy detail and I have a sound of what I'm expecting in my head and I'm really expect really excited for it to just not at all be like that.
1: yes exactly maybe I have been adding too much hype so let's take a listen. I think it's gonna be great uh, here's Alex Eisenberg with Sorrow's blue tapestry.
0: Dog. Whoa. That rules. Hell yeah.
1: I when Okay, when I, out it. I need more. I need more. It is out May twentieth. Uh but you oh. can go back, listen to Caravan, Chateau, and Harlequin, which I played songs from each on the podcast, I believe. I believe I played them back twenty six No, I'm wrong about that. And uh both great albums and you get you ready for I'm Not Here, which is coming out in may
0: this song is it was so good it just it was you know meandering but in the best possible way yeah. it
1: just it just it
0: was very chill i like it would feel so good in a long-form project so i'm really excited to go back and listen to these because i could just yeah. put that on and just hang out and relax and let me tell you what luke caravan chateau 11 songs 38 minutes beautiful let's go it's a beaut,
1: it's a beaut baby um he cites the likes of Harry Nilsson, John Lennon, Randy Newman, and Lou Reed as influences. Absolutely, so that, yeah. that makes sense. And um I just love his sound and love his voice. Uh he's which he's a reverse burninger. <laughs> reverse Burninger from the National, where he sings in a very low voice and has kind of a higher speaking voice. Alex has kind of a higher speaking voice and then has this great like low voice that I was like surprised when I heard him, but um, I just love his vocals on that. And like I said, those backing vocals just feel so 70s, great strings and great guitar sound. Mm -hmm. Um, He said, I want to read this uh, quote about what the song is about. He said, all of my music is a defensive response to my environment that is as constantly changing as my thoughts are. I wrote Sorrow's Blue Tapestry about my dog Larks after she died. I realized I was going to die too, and I stopped eating meat and started writing songs that were more influenced by my environment as a practice of acknowledging that we're all rays of the same sun rather than six billion separate minds, coping with the fact that if you love someone, they will always be with you. Even if they die, you feel them. So, beautiful sentiment behind that song. And I love that chorus, Kiss and Tears to Make It Better. Uh, Leaves Keep Falling from the Sky. Beautiful. So I'm really excited for this album. And uh, I really like the direction that Alex is going in. Yeah. So that was Alex Eisenberg with Sorrow's Blue Tapestry from I'm Not Here out May 20th on Domino. Athens, Georgia-based rapper, linguist,
0: activist, parent, politician and obvious multi-hyphenate mariah parker uh performs as linqua franca and is putting out new album bell ringer today
4: what
0: yes uh the album has a great lineup of features including i'm gonna say friend of the pod uh because we've talked about him so often jeff rosenstock yeah. Oh, love. Uh, but also great artists like Of Montreal, Kishibashi, oh. Dope Knife, oh. West Ruler, and Angela Davis. And awesome. it touches on issues like police brutality, social media addiction, mental health, anti capitalism, labor organizing, among many other topics ripped from the headlines.
1: Can I um, tell you something about this, Kev? Yeah. I actually heard this song and. Uh, I had seen it in our like playlist, but I was listening to Denzel Curry. I think that's what it played after like Spotify radio. And I was like, this song is awesome. And I looked at their picture. I was like, I feel like I know this, but I don't know. And then I saw it on the playlist. So I'm like, oh yes, Kevin's going to play it. So I'm very excited because I just heard this song the other day and I was like, this is awesome.
0: (laughs) This was the, the final single released. And uh, it sees Lingua Franca turning inward over bouncing keys, thundering bass, and witty lyricism. The song is here to remind the listeners, constituents, and themselves that life can be messy and the pathway to growth is paved with lessons learned from mistakes. Uh, preach. Yeah, a few, like an interesting thing about this. Lingua Franca... Um, is a term for a language used to communicate across cultures. That's where this artist's mm. name comes from. Uh, a bit of a different spelling. but Much like about... music. Exactly. Weaving a rich tapestry of hip-hop lyricism and neo-soul hooks, Parker uses music as a tool to communicate and educate across cultural boundaries, imbuing every song with a sense of urgency and keen social consciousness. Boiled down to a word, the album Bell Ringer... At its heart is about liberation and the obstacles that prevent us from achieving that. Parker is a lingua franca for the people. Amazing. With that being said, let's give it a listen. This is Lingua Franca with Necessity. And all-
5: Pockets full. So you can spot me $200 and buy me food, and maybe we could try to make it work. Picture this October 2015. It's an understatement to say that I'm drowning in the sea of work at the university curves that I'm taking personally. My ex got a new girl, but he's still pouncing on the sneak. Cause that coochie is juicy as a quarter pounder with cheese. But all the while, I'm pretty worthless. Did I mention that my house is full of fleas from a tabby cat? And naps in the kitchen cabinets is not dead. So he to catch him mouses while he sleeps Cause even though I got bread, I ain't bought bread Ever since I lost the will power to eat, will power to clean what power to pay the power, pay the dentist in the hospital Pay the internet, the water bills, and up the offices Pay for kitten chows and all this little nigga hostage Like he sentenced to what Cosby did But it's not no fault of his, I just adopted him Because I needed a friend, needed somebody to be with Just needed body heat in the bed Oh yeah, and my cat's named Eggs. Food. picture this november three years ago i'm bitching on the max canada patio because my ears are cold jizzing with a can of schlitz and passing cannabis though to be clearer i didn't hit it i'm not a fan of it no i'm just chilling with these chatty folk because the antidote to being sad is shit fashioning yourself into a mannequin open up some sugar daddy your Canada moppy bucks and make your pain stop. Here's the game. Hey, hun, what's your name? Where you're from? Oh, cool. Bars closed. Cars home. Disregard clothes. Moan. <gasps> Hoping that the scars don't show. When tomorrow comes, give him that parcel tongue. Give him your card. Tell him, call sometime. And when he calls, you think you're closeting him. And pretty much force him to adopt you like he's a foster kid. Because of poverty. Because you hate your body. Because you're closeted. And can't find in yourself what you think that you're finding out. Shut you up And only to never love you Fuck your roommate and your bandmate so hard I couldn't stand straight I'm not saying what was wise to do But what I'm trying to say is I kind of hate you But life's too full of obstacles when you ain't got your pockets full
1: You know I'm giving it a lordy, lordy, Barry Gordy. Yes. Amazing song. Uh, I liked, I'm not going to get the lyric right, the, about the overcoming obstacles in the chorus there, because it's like what you're talking about. And I feel like a good theme for this episode and something we can all take away from all these songs yeah. about you know, overcoming life's obstacles and trying to uh, dance our way through them and uh yeah i think that was expertly executed i loved the the bassy uh beat and the vocal delivery was just lightning fast some great wordplay yeah. amazing writing great delivery
0: i like at one of the end of the verses they just throw in there oh and my cat's named X. like it's just a very funny <laughs> way to end the verse and go into the chorus i love like the kind of whiny record scratchy theremin soundy it has to it right like yeah, yeah. that just is such a, a fun sound to incorporate into a hip-hop song so i'm really excited to check out this whole album for sure i'm excited and it's out this very day yes i'm gonna
1: go listen right now
0: uh and you can too that was Lingua franca with necessity off of Bellringer, out right now via ernest jenning record company
1: all right well we got one thing left to do and that's simply talk about the music we're excited for that's coming out this week in shouts first up shouts to hatchy with giving the world away ben patiently awaiting this album was so obsessed with quicksand after i played that song on this podcast so i can't wait to hear the rest of the album that's gonna be a good one uh then we got the legend, a couple legends here. We got Nico Case, Huge. the amazing singer songwriter. Uh, Wild Creatures is the new album out. Also, Bonnie Raitt with Just Like That. Love Enormous. Bonnie Raitt. Fucking Nick of Time, you know that song? Oh, yeah. kills me. So good. Um, and then, uh the great primus i was just educating kevin on primus and les claypool and that they did the south park theme song yeah, uh, also today. i uh, meant to sing the primus song mr crinkle which kevin you need to watch the video it's truly horrifying it's like him playing uh cello with a pig mask on well a bunch of stuff but it's like a really cool video but it's the stuff of nightmares and i sang the tune of mr crinkle with counting crows is mr wendell or wait no that with Arrested. De- wait is that arrest development god damn it now i'm all mixed up
0: i don't know what wherever you went it reminded me of a tiktok i saw that i like was like oh man this would be funny and that was a collective soul song so we're
1: both just absolutely oh, out of our okay minds no so it's the Arrested development song mr wendell it was like a big 90s song and okay. um but i was trying to sing mr crinkle so i said hello mr wendell and you were just like what is happening? Right? i was very scared <laughs> i mean hello mr crinkle that's not any better you got to watch that video it's wild all right um, so homework. anyway i've derailed this too much primus with conspiranoid uh and then labyrinth with the soundtrack for euphoria season 2 um That show had some great episodes this season that dealt with substance abuse and then some that were like, yeah, but the music's always awesome and Labyrinth is really good. Zendaya does a song with him every season too. So always check that out. What you got, Kev?
0: Of course, just mentioned Franca with Bellringer. That's out. Very excited. Amazing. I can't believe they've done this. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard with omnium
1: gatherum oh uh, I-, I can't <laughs> believe it's not king gizzard and the lizard wizard because it is they've got a new it album is. again
0: every album is king gizzard and the lizard wizard uh yeah I- i'm excited to check this out it looks kind of metally, which is reminiscent of their album the last album i really got into by them which was of course called infest the rat's nest we've got push a T Huge rap album yes. coming out. I saw something about this today uh, that Kid Cudi said this was the last time he would ever work with Kanye West. Oh um, yeah, so drama inbound. Wow. So Pusha T out today with "It's Almost Dry." The incredible Fontaines DC with Skinty Fia. That album I yeah. uh, will most likely rock and rule and go very hard. So I'm excited to check that out and uh you know a band that caught my eye by name and caught my heart through music the psychedelic porn crumpets (laughs) with night
1: gnomes oh great album name too yeah that's terrifying that sounds like some horror stuff that would be in that primus video
0: absolutely but i really
1: liked the last album i heard
0: by them so i'm uh i'm excited to check this out
1: nice If you're going to have porn crumpets, may as well make them the psychedelic variety. That's all I'm saying. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us this week. We got to talk about our three daddies. We're a Planet Ant podcast powered by Pinecast. Head over to planetant.com. Check out all the great shows over there. And offshelf.net, our third daddy. Check it out. It's on the internet. Uh, The new zine just came out with interviews from Boris Kana, who we've played on this pod, uh, did an interview with Kana that's awesome, and uh, lots of other good stuff. Board game review, check it out, there's good stuff in that zine, and subscribe to that at offshelf.net. And that's gonna do it for us this week. As always, I'm Luke Leven saying, You better check your perspec, and I'm Kevin Connor saying, Go ahead, chase those waterfalls. This is the best song ever, but well, it's best.
4: Song ever. Another podcast better. the jokes, are clever, and the tunes are cool. It's worth what's never.
5: This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.